Hi, this is Neil Hudson. This is the interview I did with Cal Crutchlow. I think it was about four days after his second win this year, I can't believe I'm saying that, in MotoGP in Australia. He was on good form, let's say. It's well worth a listen. I hope you enjoy it. Cal, it's been four days, that's all, since you won your second ever MotoGP race. Has it sunk in? Have you had time to reflect on it? Have you watched the race back? Yeah, I couldn't sleep on the plane, so I watched it back. It was something very special in my career, as was Bruno, you know, Bruno being my first one, but I think uh, Australia, it's always had a special place in my heart, the track. Uh, I did very well there on the Tech 3 bike, and it was my second podium on the Tech 3 bike, so the two places, the first podium I ever had was in Bruno, and the second one was in Australia, and yeah. it was the same this year. I had my first win in both the circuits, so, yeah, I don't know if it's sunk in. I haven't really had time to think, and especially in these three flyaway races, you know what it's like with the travel. I travelled straight here, I spent some time with Luce and Willow for a day and then I had to fly to Jakarta for, for a two-day event for Castro, so I didn't really have too much, yeah, too much time. time and, um, but obviously my team are, are really, really pleased. We've had a lot of attention as such, you know, media attention and attention from the paddock, which is great, but you know, I think they deserve it as much as what I do, so yeah, it's been really, really good. I mean, you beat Valentino Rossi, Jorge Lorenzo, <laughs> you were catching Mark and he crashed. I mean, when we talk about Mark Marquez and when you talk about him, you say he's the most talented rider you've ever seen on a motorcycle. And we talk that he's going to break records, even Ross's records. You beat these people. How does that make you feel? That's what I want to know as an ex-rider. Don't get me wrong, it makes me feel very, very proud. Um, but I'm not a really, really emotionally attached person when it comes down to that because I'm not here to break records. I'm here because I love what I do. It's my job and I don't sit there and look at the statistics and look at the thing and say, okay, uh, Barry Sheen did this, yeah. I want to do that. I don't look like that. I, but sure, to meet Mark, Jorge and Valet on the day, it's great to beat them all at once. You know, it's one of them. Because I've beat them separately yeah, many exactly. times. Yeah. You know, I've had great battles with Valentino when I was with the Yamaha and I've had great battles with Mark when I was, was with Yamaha. But to beat them all on the same day is something special yeah. because there's not many people that can say or will say in their no. career that, that, that they've managed to do it. Cal, there's a handful. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the reality know, of the situation. It's, yeah, it's great, you know, of course. I'm pleased for the people around me as much as yeah. me, as I've said, but the problem is, is you just look at the next race. No, you I know. know. You, you, have, you don't have that. I think at the end of my career, maybe I would think, okay, I did some, some fantastic results. I did some amazing rides, some amazing laps, even over my career that I really enjoyed, but I don't, now it's so difficult to sit and think, okay, I've done this, because yeah. you sat there thinking, okay, I have to go to Malaysia now, I have to do this, I, we have this to try, we, we want to try that with the bike, you know you know what it's like as, yeah. as a motorcycle racer, you're always looking for that Lord. next thing that you, that you want in your career, and a good ride here this weekend would be great, but I am also very, very realistic of how difficult this place is, how difficult it is with the Honda, also my style a little bit doesn't suit this place so much, um, but you, then I have a goal of, okay, well, I want to do the best job I can do, and then I'll be very, very satisfied at the end of the weekend. Yeah. And if that's 10th, it's 10th. On paper, it looks crap compared to what we've just done, but yeah. that, that's the way it is. You, you have to choose some things. I aim to win in Phillip Island, I did. Maybe I should aim to win here, <laughs> in my, but no, it's, uh, of course, you know, I have to, probably have to let my career stop and, and then, you know, I have more, look back more, and enjoy more chance to, to you look will. back and start, enjoy You it. will. I can, I can assure you that, because I think I know you well enough. What I want to know on a personal note is, how well are you riding right now? Because you've been doing this a while now. 
had a decent career, long career, I've done a bit of everything, World Super Sport champion and obviously World Superbikes. Is this it? Is this the pinnacle? Do you feel like you're there or there's more to come? Where do you feel? I think I'm in a great moment in my career, sure. I think our package has been difficult this year, as everybody's known. So maybe I'm in the best point in my career because we've had to ride around a lot of problems. This is why I say Mark is so special, because he had a 52-point lead at one point on something that, honestly, I don't think anybody else in the championship would be competitive with, let alone, you know, with their riding styles, with the, the way things work. I think it works for me because I ride around it and, and I just muscle the bike around a bit. I, I try my hardest, whatever happens. But you look at Jack, Tito, they're, they're down in the dumps with it. You know, and I was at the start of the year because I kept crashing with the front. That's not to say now I'm not crashing with the front, but I mean, you learn to get over it. You have to turn your head and think, it's the way it is. You, you, they're not going to suddenly click their fingers, change everything, and you're going to suddenly have a, a different bike on the grid. But how do so, you have the faith to do that? Because yeah, you've crashed more times this year than you have done in your MotoGP career. Well, I, think every, I think everybody has, though. You know, I think... To come back strong is always a good thing. I know a lot of other riders that just go on the downward spiral, like Jorge. Not, no disrespect to Jorge. He's had some crashes, he's had some bad races, and he's, he, at this moment, more on a downward spiral than what he has been over previous years, yeah. that, where it might not have phased him at all. But you know me, I, I, I'm a guy that... I get my adrenaline from proving people wrong, from proving myself wrong, proving not my team wrong because they back me whatever happens, but you know, when they have a doubt, I like for them to, to come in and, and them have a smile on their face that I proved them wrong with that doubt, you know. Yeah. That's not to say I want to prove you wrong. It's more of me being me, thinking I can't do something, or you know, at some point you might think, okay, that might be difficult, but then go and be able to do it. I do it every day of the week, doing something. I have to have that motivation to want to carry on doing it, yeah. you know. And as I've always said, the, the day that I lose that and the day that I get out of bed and think, OK, I can't be asked to go cycling today, or that's the day when you start to think, OK, maybe it's time to do something else. But in the moment, I don't feel like that. I feel more motivation, which is always a good thing. It's me just being me. But sure, I like to prove people wrong. We've noticed. <laughs> if ever there's been a season of two halves, this is the one. You, the first eight races, you scored 20 points. You were nowhere in the championship. We were saying, as you know, Cal's career, looks like he's on the downward spiral. Probably the end of your career, or certainly your time in this paddock. That's what it looked like. The last eight races, you've scored 121 points. There's only Mark scored seven points more than you. So from Germany to this point, you're lying second in the championship. I know, I know it doesn't work that way, but these are facts that we have to deal with. My next question is, can you realistically have a championship in you, have a championship challenge, a, a realistic one? I don't know. Honestly, you know, um, we know, and you know more than most, it's difficult with a satellite bike. I get great support from the factory. As I've always said, my bikes come well prepared. Uh, I help them with the development on this bike and also next year's machine. Do I have a championship in me? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think I could finish higher up in the championship than what I will this year and that I have before. But to challenge, Week in, week out, with a satellite bike and a satellite team is difficult. 
because maybe a plug will be pulled somewhere if you're beating them week in, week out. That's racing. But that doesn't mean I won't give it a shot. You know, I start every year thinking, okay, maybe I can challenge this year. Mm. Same as what I did this year. The start of the year, there was a lot more gone on than what people knew or people, they just see you on the floor. They have no idea that a couple of times I had to jump off the thing, i.e. Qatar, first race of the season. Austin was my mistake. Jerez, we had a completely faulty rear tire and I finished nowhere. Mugello, I finished 11th, nearly a minute off the winner or something like that. But I had no brakes. I had 320 brake disc. A place like Mugello, they're, they're not working. For me, anyway. Uh, you know, them small things add up. But sure, to be able to turn the season around the way I did and the way I have, it makes me proud and pleased. I just think, I don't think you've seen the best of me in a full racing season. Mm. You know, I know I can be fast. My qualifying hindered me this year, which I never thought I'd say, because normally I qualify better than what I race. Mm. Or I race well on race day, but I haven't got the, the speed at the start of the race that yeah. I had in the qualifying. But can I challenge for a champion? I don't know. I'll try again next year and, and, and see how it goes. But, you know, I think I was never going to be leaving the paddock at the end of this year. I had, I had a two-year deal. Yeah. But, um, no, but you know when the season's yeah, going yeah, that know, bad, I you know. just don't know. And I, I know you wouldn't want to be riding around 20th in the championship. Yeah, sure. Because sure. you just go, I'm done anyway. Yeah. But, you know, and like I said, I don't know where it was. Oh, Mizano this year. I finished eighth, I got demoted to ninth, and we're arguing the toss of who should have been Paul or me. And like I said in the safety commission, Paul started to give his point of view. I said, Paul, do you think I'm here to finish eighth or ninth? He said, have your point, I don't care. You know, I'm here to do better than eighth or ninth. Yeah. And in Mizano was a bad result, but a good result considering what happened in the race, I, I felt. And, you know, that, that statement I think sums me up quite a lot. I'm not here to finish eighth or ninth. Yeah. But then again, if I feel that eighth or ninth was the best I could have ridden on the day with the package that I had, yeah. I would be happy with it. Yeah. So you have to take it into consideration that these guys here are next level. You know, it's not like you can just jump on the bike and say, okay, you know, if I do this, I can gain this laptop. You can't do it. You can't just say, okay, I'm gonna gain there because that guy next to you is also going to gain that. Yeah, everyone's you know, on the limit. Everyone's complete. on the complete limit, and that's why it's the best championship in the world. Yeah. There's been a bit of talk this week about HRC. There's been, I've heard a few different stories. One, that you weren't, or you're not happy with the support you're getting, which I don't believe. And also that there's possibly going to be some, or a lot more support next year from HRC. Obviously, after winning the race, there's lots of rumours going around. Has anything changed? Um, no, some stuff changed before Australia, I would say. Uh, to clear up what was said and, and what has been said after, I get fantastic support off HRC internally. We get good support as a team with machinery-wise. We're not on a factory spec bike. We're not on a what we used to call CRT bike either, but we're close to the factory, we're very yeah. close. And as I've always said, if you shove Mark Marquez on my bike, I think he's still going to go as fast as what he, he would on his own, yeah. give or take. I don't think he would finish the race in the same race time, but I think the speed can be in one lap, two laps the same. In Australia, I was disappointed that there was no Honda people in the press conference, there was no Honda people saying, well done, when I just won the constructors race for them, you know, as well. So that was my more of my point. Right. With regards to HRC for next year, I don't know, I, I, I've not heard anything that we're gonna get more support, that's sure.
But can you ask personally, is that something you can do to say, come on guys, uh, look. In, in the end of the day, you know, I, gone are the days of, of having three factory orders or something like that, but that's not to say it couldn't be done in another factory. So that's what you're saying, that there is the, the opportunity that that might happen for next year? Um, or, or is it is it set in stone that you're going to ride a Honda? Uh, is anything in this paddock set in stone? No. So, you know, at the end of the day, I have to con concentrate on the next two races and then yeah. see what happens then. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure there's some stuff going on behind closed, closed doors. Yeah. I know because I'm managing myself now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no nothing that I'm willing to speak about as such. But no. I am happy with the support that I get from Honda internally. I'm also happy with my team. So, you yeah. know, I have to give credit to them, as I've said many, many times, so they do a good job. But if you are contracted, like you said you are, you, you was always on a two-year deal, is that to Lucio then? Yes. Yeah. I won't be giving you anything else. No, 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 no. Well, Cal, thanks for being so open and honest as you usually are, and congratulations on what you've achieved so far, and good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, Jim. Cheers. As always, fascinating stuff from Cal, I'm sure you'll agree. We'll speak again on Thursday ahead of the final round this year at Valencia. Goodbye from me. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.